0: All right, what's up, podcast? The very first of the 757 Experience. I'll be your host, Paul Sinkis. Uh, Very excited to launch this podcast. Uh, You're gonna be hearing from business leaders, military leaders, and minds, and entrepreneurs here in the 757. Uh, The goal here is to inspire and encourage you no matter where you're at in your journey, whether uh, you're working a nine-to-five, whether you're in college, Uh, or running your own business, thinking about starting your own business, my goal here is to see you thrive and to live your best life. And the way that I've done that in my life is by spending time with good people who are able to help keep me on track and keep me moving in the right direction. So today, the very first podcast, uh, I wanted to honor somebody who has helped get me into the entrepreneurial mindset, somebody who has uh, helped launch my career and has been there uh, all along the journey from me going back to college to starting my real estate career. Uh, The first time I met this guy, we were in church together at a place that had a great mentoring program for uh, the youth girls here in the area and we both went to them and asked, hey, what are we doing for the guys here in the area? And we launched a mentoring program about six years ago now that is in middle schools all throughout Virginia Beach and Norfolk. Uh, This guy's got a great heart. He's one of the most generous people I know. And uh, he is being generous enough with his time today to be my first guest. Uh, He is none other than Kevin O'Day of Keller Williams Real Estate. Uh, Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey, Paul, thanks so much. Uh, an honor to be here with you today and, uh, of
1: course, honored to kick this off with you.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. So, um, you know, I shared a little bit of the story of, of how we met, you know, and one of the things that I really admire about you is, is how you are able to have time for people. It seems like all the time that you have time for people. Uh, however, you're also one of the most productive people that I know that, that gets a ton of work done all the time. Uh, One of the things that I kind of wonder is, is how do you, how do you find the drive to continually help people and still uh, find time to get your serve your clients as one of the best customer service people that are here in the industry? It's a great question.
1: Um, Let's see, I think I'll start by saying that I probably learned from my mom. Um, Even at an early age, my mom would always have me up early and constantly reminding me to keep moving throughout the morning, throughout the midday and into the evening. So it's been something that's been instilled in me from a very early age to constantly be moving and doing something productive. Uh, Now, how I spend that time and how I make it productive, making sure that I'm not just busy, but also being productive, usually by taking notes and and writing down what is going to make the day productive, of course. So the morning is the start of the day. It's the most important part of my day. I know that if I start the day off right, the rest of the day will fall into play. I generally have two to four items on the calendar each day. Those are gonna make or break my day. Those individual appointments Um, that I have or what I will go back on at the end of the day to say, were those uh, two to four items that I needed to get done, were those client-facing appointments or non-client-facing appointments, um, were those successful? If those are successful, then everything else in between is just extra. Uh, So I think the start of my day and the finish of my day are the most important. um, And as long as I have a plan for the middle, it all comes together.
0: Amen. I like it. Um, So how did you get into real estate? What what was the road that led you to real estate? Tell us a little bit about your background.
1: Yeah, I served served six years in the U.S. Navy from 1999 to 2005. And when I got out, uh, one of my best friends on the planet, still best friends today, Bobby Wright uh, had a boutique real estate company called the Wright Company in downtown Norfolk. My mom had been encouraging me to get into real estate. uh, Even while I was in the military, she encouraged me to buy my first house on out just before I turned 24. Um, and she said, when you get out, I think it'd be great for you to get your license and see if you can work with Bobby. So that's exactly what I did. One month after getting out of the military, I got my license. So uh February, 2005 is when I first got licensed and I've been licensed ever since. I did some things in between um, then and now, but I always kept it active. I always thought it would be a smart thing to keep my real estate license active. So I, I sold, uh, helped develop a few buildings in the downtown area sold over 40 condos i didn't do traditional real estate uh, helping home buyers and sellers which is what i and we do today of course but uh, i did a little commercial some shopping center leasing some office leasing i realized doing the commercial work that it wasn't where my passion was my passion was really to serve people along the home buying and selling journey Uh, so after i took a few years off uh, i jumped back in the game uh, six and a half years ago Uh, under the flag of RE-MAX with another real estate mentor, and I vowed to really work with people that were on that journey of, I want to buy a home for myself, for my family, and uh, I want to sell a home for myself, for my family as we journey to the next place. And uh, here I am today, of course, with Keller Williams Realty. Um, Really excited. I've learned a lot from the different companies that I've worked with and all the people within that company. Um, And hopefully I'm smarter and better at what I do today than ever before, and I'm looking forward to the future.
0: Yeah, that's great. Uh, First of all, thank you for your service. I know a lot of our listeners out there are probably uh, grinding away in the military right now. Uh, I myself am in my 17th year serving, and something that I also heard you mentioning of, of having your license since 2005 Um, That you just kept it active and I think that's something to be said is that you've just stuck with it You know, it's been now 14 years ago 2005 Uh, one of the knocks on our generation right now is that we're jumping from job to job and uh, a lot of people want to just find the overnight success and I think that it is great to see somebody that's stuck with it for 14 years now so uh, thank you for obviously you've you've been a great mentor in my life and one of your niches of helping people want to buy and sell homes is it doesn't seem like a niche but it really is as though in real estate there are so many different avenues that you can go down Uh, you've done a great job of, of sticking to what you're passionate about and it's definitely shown um if i if i may add yeah. to that you know it is funny though although i've kept my license active
1: because i thought that was a smart thing and mostly because i was buying real estate i've owned quite a few homes myself and bought and sold those but i have done a I uh, i have uh come back and forth a little bit although i kept my license active when i got out of the real estate business we'll say in 2009 i joined apple um, and just before then i spent about two years in the fitness industry. So I went from real estate into fitness, then working for Apple, and then back into real estate. So I did jump around a little bit, but I think what all of those things have in common is the desire to serve others. Um, The fitness was the same thing, helping people reach their health and fitness goals. Um, Just as well, moving into Apple, uh, serving the many, many, many customers, hundreds, sometimes thousands of customers that come through on a day-to-day basis finding a solution for them. So, real estate, we always help people find the right solution to their desire. Same thing at Apple, same thing in the fitness industry. What is the solution that this person is looking for and how can I um, and we help them find that solution? So, under people, understanding people's problems, being a good listener, uh, it's been a fun journey, um, so to speak, and, uh, but it was great getting back into the industry and I'm, I'm still refining what I want to do tomorrow as we head into 2020 so thanks for letting me add that yeah of
0: course I mean that was literally my next question was what do you think you took from your prior experience so you just answered that without me having to ask the question um what's something right now that that you're curious about like right now what is something that that you're wondering hey what is this going to look like in the future or uh yeah
1: curious I'm curious about things every single day that's a great question wow um, I'm constantly reading books, probably constantly in search for for the answer that we're all looking for, and I don't even know what that what the question is yet. So maybe I'm in search of the question or the answer. What is the Matrix? <laughs> yeah, what is the Matrix? Exactly. Um, I think what we're all looking for is to find how to be more productive but have more time. I'm constantly curious how I can optimize. My time so that I can spend it with those that I love to be around while also doing what's right by my career um, to create income both for myself my family and and for the goals that I have going forward uh, how, how do I become more efficient and effective in serving my clients while also making time for myself my friends and my family That that is what I'm always most curious about um, time is something we cannot replace and i've as i've gotten older um closely apor- approaching another decade <laughs> here um, i realized that not everyone deserves as much time as other people and that's an okay thing you don't have to feel bad for that it's okay to say no to some invitations it's okay to end um, some invites early uh, if people are offended that is generally their own issue um, Because there are other people waiting for you. If you say yes to one person, you have to say no to another. If you say yes to one thing, you have to say no to another. So I'm just constantly curious about what are the most important things to me, refining those and making sure I spend the most time
0: around those things that will be most important to me going forward in my life. Yeah, I like it. That's uh, you know, I posted a, a question the other day asking people what some of their goals for 2020 was and a good friend of mine, uh, Chelsea had mentioned that she wanted to be able to say no more moving forward and realizing that when we have the security and the strength to say no to some of the invitations and some of the, the parties or whatever those things are, when we're able to say no, we're actually saying yes to the things that we're passionate about and uh, that is an infectious thing to do is that as you lead your life passionately, those around you will see it. So in turn, you're you're helping others by saying no to the things that you need to say no to. Um, so I like that. Um, you know, one of the things, you know, I've been blessed to have you uh, in my life and, and to help me get started with my real estate career. So I've got to hear a lot of the tips and pointers and, and whatnot. Uh, but what are some of the tips that you would share for somebody who's getting started, whether it's in real estate or in an in entrepreneurial track whatsoever in business? What is something that you would share with somebody that's just getting started?
1: Find a mentor. Absolutely find at least one, maybe two, maybe three. Find at least one, two or three people that are doing well at what you want to do and seek their wisdom, seek their advice. It's okay to go to someone and say, I don't know, help me better understand. Uh, So that's the first thing. When I embarked on the real estate journey the first time, I had a great mentor, Bobby Wright. When I jumped back into the real estate game, game, I had another mentor, Jason Dodd. I, I couldn't have done it without either of them at any point in time. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for those people who said, yes, I'm willing to offer my time and my guidance towards you. And your goal so that's the first thing the second thing is work for free it's okay to do an internship it's very common thing out of college to do an internship at some point maybe it's your senior year or in between your years during the summer vacation but working for free is is education so generally if you're gonna take your time to go learn instead of paying You might just have to modify that mindset and say, it's okay, I'm not gonna get paid for this, but I'm going to learn so much. So I've done a lot in my life, and sometimes I've called it a hobby, and it's turned into a career. But it's okay to spend some time and not get paid for it in order to learn. Um, And especially in this business, as you know, Paul, a lot of our time is not valued at a dollar. It's hard to identify exactly um, how much we make per hour, per week, per day. Um, so we go out, we have appointments, we spend time with people, and at the end of the day, if it results in us helping them um, towards the end result of buying or selling a home, then hopefully we get paid and we move on from there. But uh, at any given time of the day, I am not getting paid. And it's funny, I always say I haven't received a paycheck in six and a half years, which is a true statement. I just don't know what tomorrow's gonna look like, right. but with a servant's heart, and the goal in mind to connect with people at the end of the day, if you're in the right mindset, I think you'll get to the right result.
0: Yeah, I love it and I, I definitely appreciate that time. Uh, in my early stages of my career, I was with the mantra that I'm working to learn and later I will work to earn. And you know, we went on countless appointments together where I just hopped in the car and went with you. Um, and that was a great time for me. Uh, you know, whether sometimes it was running around to help out, but most of the time it was just kind of tagging along and learned so much in that time. And I would encourage others to do the same, to find that mentor that you can find time with and do whatever you can do to help them, uh, during that period of time. And you will learn. Um, so that's great. So, uh, changing gears here a little bit, you are like the you you might not say it, but I think you are like close to being the mayor of Norfolk. Like you cannot go anywhere in Norfolk and not find like three or four people that are gonna stop Kevin and say hi to him. Like everybody knows Kevin. Um, one of the things that is great about being friends with Kevin is that he has introduced me to like all of the greatest restaurants in Norfolk. Um, living really close to the 10 top is like, A really bad thing sometimes because I've I've gone there three or four times a week at times. And I wonder though, Kevin, you get one meal, you're going out to a restaurant in Norfolk. Where are you going? What are you getting? Wow. One
1: restaurant, one meal. That's going to be tough. And you already mentioned it. um, But that was the first thing that came to mind. If I had to go to a place that I know what I'm going to get each and every time, and it's Feels like a home cooked meal, and it's quick in and out. Uh, I know it's going to be filling, and for the dollar, it's pretty incredible. It would be the ten top. I can walk there, I can pre-order. It's a ten top chicken wrap, no cheese, light Caesar. I don't even need to say my name anymore. They know who's ordering <laughs> that. Um, if I'm feeling frisky, I'll get the potato salad because it tastes just oh so good. If I'm feeling like I wanna be a little lighter, I'll get the uh, side of oranges. Um, But if I really want a filling meal, I'll just add uh, one of their amazing soups as my side and go Mm. for that soup and wrap. So that would probably be my easiest answer for my go-to restaurant and meal. Of course, we all know. Well, those that know me know that I eat out quite often. My, my wife and I, Zoe we eat out quite often. So if I had to go for a more bougie meal, a little more high end, uh, I'd throw out a different restaurant. But let's stick with the tent top for now.
0: Yeah, nice. And speaking of restaurants, and uh, your brother in law is opening, helping to open a restaurant on Thursday night. That is correct. Uh, what is the name of that one? That restaurant. It's going to be at the new Glasslight
1: Hotel. Um, I don't know all of the details at this point in time, but um, it will be at the new Glasslight Hotel in downtown Norfolk on Granby Street. The hotel is going to be absolutely beautiful. I believe it's uh, Marriott Autograph Hotel with an exciting um, restaurant down below uh, that is filled with, I think, beautiful art, um, glass art. I, again, don't know all the details, yeah. but uh, he has moved back from New York City was a, a chef at a Michelin star restaurant there, and I know uh,
0: Norfolk is excited to have him, um, and I know we're excited to have him home. So, yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Definitely looking forward to, to checking that out. Um, gonna, gonna get wrapping up here, but I wonder, is there, is there a question? You're getting interviewed uh, for the billions of people that are listening and wondering, is there a question I didn't ask that you would have liked to have been asked?
1: Well, now that you told me billions of people are listening, I'm a little nervous. It's okay. (laughs) Most
0: of them don't understand English.
1: Well, um, I think think from a standpoint I did mention earlier, and since it's on my mind because I just ordered three more books, I would probably bring that up. Um, A lot of people ask me, um, what books do I read or do I have a book recommendation for a certain thing? It was just an hour ago that um, somebody sent an email out asking for some recommendations and I sent three book recommendations on health and fitness and, and eating well. So I would say um, either some sort of book question.
0: Yeah, so I mean what are, you, what are you reading right now or what's a book that you would tell somebody like, like, for example, I was carrying with me books recently and I know you've done this before. I think I learned it from you that I'm just, I'm waiting to just give them away to somebody because they've changed my life so much. So I'm like, I'm just gonna have this in the trunk of my car and give it to somebody. Mm-hmm. What book is that for you that would help maybe spark somebody who's, who's in a valley in life or just needs a little motivation? Is there a book that you would recommend to somebody, uh, in that season? Oof, one book. Uh, I usually have
1: two or three audible style audiobooks going at any given point. Uh, I have three books stacked next to my bed right now. I don't know that I recommend that. Uh, I'm all about focus. Um, as a man, for me, the book "Wild at Heart" was John Eldridge. Right? John, yeah. yep, was was life changing. I've read it three times, um, so I think it would be great for anyone. But definitely, it definitely was a big one for me uh, at a life changing, um, a, a pivot point in my life. That was key. Um, another book I would say that I've been recommending lately: uh, "The Power of Habit" by Charles Duhigg. Um, And you can then, after that one, the next one would be Atomic Habits by James Clear. I believe our life um, is influenced more by the habits that we have, more than we'd ever believe. You don't think it's a habit, but everything you do that is habitual every single day that you don't think about is a habit. So whether you have some habits that you'd like to change or some habits that you'd like to start, I think those two books are pretty powerful for the research behind them on why we have the habits we have. And then just this weekend, I recommended like three people the book WHEN, W H E N, The Power of Timing. Um, I just drew a blank. uh, Daniel Pink, I think. Um, I believe so. So W H E N, WHEN, just The Power of Timing. Um, It's brilliantly researched. And uh, it'll just open your eyes to when to do certain things throughout the day, how to stay productive and, and operate at full capacity,
0: specifically around sleep. So uh, those are nice. books I say. Yeah, I Awesome. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, definitely look forward to seeing what 2020 brings for you and your family. Um, podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, again, this was the 757 Experience, the very first episode. So if you liked what you heard and you'd like to hear it again, Uh, go ahead and click subscribe. Go ahead and share this uh, with your friends on Facebook or whatever uh, social media platform you like to use. I hope you join us again next week. Uh, Again, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for listening. Bye.